By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 1071, you are listening to BS.show. I am Shelly Barr. Brad Hildebrand is the host, and he's probably listening right now. I'm going to lock the doors where you can't get out. Yeah, he's listening, and he's playing with the buttons, the ones that he never lets me touch. <laughs> but today is the second. Oh, it's Groundhog Day. Woohoo! I know. Google may have to lay off up to 25 members of Congress. That's how bad it Uh, must still be living in their parents' basement. So everyone should take their meds and chill. And by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Kabuki. See, I've always had a problem with that situation with people who identify their cars as a model or a brand. You know what I mean? Like... How many times, like, if I said, I don't want any, you know, I, I, I drove my, my, uh, my Geo Metro to work today. People go, you, you got a Geo Metro. What is, it, what is a Geo Metro? You don't know what a Geo Metro is? No. Um, this was a long time ago. There's a few of them out there still around. Matter of fact, it's sort of interesting because there's a company back in, I believe, the late 80s, early 90s that took Geo Metros. Geo Metro was a... Um, brand that Chevrolet or that General Motors spun off. They decided they were going to compete with the Japanese. So, and I think some of their cars were actually made by Toyota and it was called, they were called Geos and Geo, G-E-O, like it was a, you know, like the idea being, was we like, are Geo. It was like this, G-E-O. It, it was like a world car. They were like, you know, world car. It was, it was, it was like them to compete with the Japanese. Well, their company, and I can't remember the name of the company, a company bought I don't know, several thousand of the Geo Metros. I mean, this is a long time ago. This is like 30 years ago. And converted them to all electric. They put in battery packs. They took out the engine, put in battery packs. Hold on, I got a cough. Hairball? Yeah. Anyway, they converted these cars to electric. And who did they sell them to? Mostly the government (laughs) with the idea that these were the perfect car and the crazy part of it is how things have come and you know you have to look at how far we've come in a short period of time the only problem was they had like about a 40 mile range before they had to be recharged in other words you can only drive them like 40 miles so the idea being as a commuter car unless you lived like within you know 10 or 15 you know not even that probably like if you live like 10 miles away from your your house you could drive one to work and the only problem was they they didn't have a rapid charger. They literally had a plug that was like you took an extension cord and you plugged the extension cord into the wall and you plugged the other end into, you opened up like where the gas tank was. They took that out, obviously. And it was just like a little a little receptacle and you just plugged the other little end. of charging station. You just ch- plugged the other end of the extension cord into the into the car. And it took like all night to charge and had big old lead acid batteries in it. Anyway, I don't know how we got to talk about that. Anyway, the idea being is that people talk about like, oh, I've, my, I've, you know, you ever had anybody say, well, I, I've got, I'll drive over in my BMW. Well, whoop-de-doo. No, you know, I've never had anybody say that. Oh, come on. I've heard people say that all the time. He talks about- Not to me. Well, but he talks about, you know, the president talks about, and I'm, I'm not single out the president. I, I, I am in a way, but I know lots of people that say, well, my, my, my Audi, it's not a car. 
you know, it's my Audi or it's like my, my Porsche. I name my car. Or my Mercedes or, you know. You never heard anybody say, well, I'll come by and pick you up in my Mercedes. I go, hey, no. why, don't you, why don't you want to drive the Yugo this morning? Don't drive the Mercedes. Just come pick me up in your Yugo. So remember the Yugos? Yes, I do. My, my... Yeah, that's right. Your dad had one. He did. <laughs> and it was so fun. He had a Mercedes, too. Yeah, a Mercedes and a Yugo. But then he had Yugo. this Yugo, yeah. and he owned the Coho restaurant, yeah. which was like a five-star. Right. And he had people. He bought this Yugo. It was bright red. He had the funnest time in that little car, and he had people come up to him and go, I just want to tell you that I'm having reservations about coming to your restaurant, especially since you own a Yugo. Well, see, once again, it's the thing that if you live in Ladue, you know, if you live in fancy schmancyville, uh, you know, you best not be driving a beater. You know what I'm saying? Because you're driving. It wasn't a beater. You know, it was I'm, a very nice car. I get it. But what I'm saying, it, well, it see, was only like but what, see, $5,000 back then. But see, nowadays that's that's different. I mean, nowadays is the rich people can, well, I I, I have a, uh, you know, what, what would it, uh, uh, I have a smart car. You know, a little, you know, the smart cars, little tiny things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I have a smart Which car. Which are actually made by Mercedes. Yeah. Well, actually, do you know, do you know who, who the, uh, what's smart, uh, which is, this is one of these crazy little things, uh, weird things. You know who the two companies that were co-building uh, the smart car? Uh, Mercedes. And you'll never guess this. If I gave you 10,000 guesses, you'd never guess it. It's a company you don't hear much about. For, for a while, they were like, everybody, everybody had one on their wrist. Everybody. It was like the in thing to have. Sw- on their wrist? Yeah, a Swatch watch. The Swatch people and Mercedes co-built that car. And smart didn't stand for like smart meaning like, oh, it's it's electric. Let me think what it, it was. It was like, it's, it's electric. It stood for, uh, it stood for, hold on, let me look at that. S-M-S-M, uh, here, I'll look it up. Wikipedia, my source for everything. Smart car, S-M-A-R-T. Uh, smart, sm- smart watch was a wearable computer in the form of a watch, but smart here, smart four, two, uh, smart four, two manufactured, uh, division by the smart division of um, multinational Mercedes Benz introduced in 1998. It's now it's third generation. I don't know if they make them anymore. They, oh, they do. They don't, they're not, I don't know. They're not imported into the United States anymore. Um, smart car. I, this is going to drive me nuts because. <coughs> like your prostate. Yes, like my prostate. Um, what did smart the car the car smart? What was his name? Hold it. Somebody just texted me. They probably have the answer. You you can't have a smart car because I'm dumb. Um, and yes, one hundred seven one is on the air. Thank you, Shelley. I appreciate that. My pleasure. <laughs> Why'd you send me that? No reason. Because you think we're off the air? No. S-M-A-R-T-C-A-R. It's a reason I don't want to discuss over the air. Oh, it's about the lady who tried to save me the other day in in Freddy's, right? What? The lady who tried to save me in... in... Oh, yeah. Just like that. Anyway, it's going to drive me nuts now. I find out what it's 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 smart stands for something like you know simply modern automotive you know some weird thing like that. Anyway, you know, and the crazy thing about it is 
Have you ever seen the videos of them crash testing those things? No. Unbelievably. Not those particular vehicles, oh, yeah. but I have seen crash tests. Well, the smart cars, unbelievably good in a crash. You'd think, okay, it's a little tiny thing. Your feet are pro- are almost like, you know, touching the back of the headlights. You know, the car's so small. You know, it's unbelievably good crash tests. Now, I wouldn't want to get hit by a tractor trailer, like I did, but still... You know, I mean, it's to the point where, uh, you know, you, you have a chance of surviving. I mean, from, you know, they were, I saw this thing where they were, you know, they were running them into the, the crash barriers, you know, I mean, like, you know, it's like 60 miles an hour. I'm going like, whoa, that thing's going to be like, like a pancake. And they weren't, they, they're like, they bounced off, which was sort of crazy. Okay. It means swatch Mercedes art. There you go. Did someone send you that? No, I Googled it. Okay, Swatch Mercedes Art. That's right. It was it was Swatch Mercedes Art. And that, that was smart car. Because it was it was you know, I mean, like why would a watch company build a car? Remember remember the Swatch watches? Why do people do half the things they do? Remember the Swatch watches? Everybody had a Swatch watch. Did you have a Swatch? I didn't. You didn't? No. I haven't had a watch in years and years and years and years. You know. Although I, I have to be honest with you, sometimes I'm tempted to get the iWatch, but then I go, oh, no, no, I don't want the, you know, I mean, it's. Then you'll have your face up to your, your hand up to your face all the time. Yeah, because I can't see. And that's, that, that, that's what I needed that lady to cure me of. You know, if you know what we're talking. You talk- need to quit saying all that. If you need. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. We're going to talk about this on the air next hour, okay? What? Two things happened to me in succession on, was that Monday or Tuesday? It I was, don't know. It was, it, was, it was Tuesday, I guess it was. Yes, it was Tuesday. Two, Tuesday. Two things the happened to me. The day that you'll gladly pay me for hamburgers? No. Tuesday, two things happened to me in succession. One was I got scammed by AT&T, but I didn't, but I did, if that makes any sense. And then after getting, getting sorted out with the situation with AT&T on my phone, I went down the street and had lunch at Freddy's, and <sighs> while I'm munching on my burger... A lady comes up to me and starts reading me Bible passages. Now, after the first 30 seconds of this, I looked at her and I said, do you mind if I record this? And she says, no, go right ahead. So I grabbed my phone for the next minute. She had her phone at my table. I'm trying to eat my lunch. She had her phone at my table and she's showing me these Bible passages pertaining to me because of my quote unquote infirmities. And she's telling me how Jesus can cure me. (laughs) So... I recorded this, and I sent it to a few people. I sent it to you. I sent it to the smartest woman in the world and a few other people. And pretty much everybody said, don't post that video. That's what you said, right? Yes. Because she's clearly, I mean, someone, you know how it is with with the Internet. Someone will know her. Someone will say, hey, Mary Sue, you know, there's this video of you talking to some dude at Freddy's. What's the going on with that? And then she might get embarrassed. But next hour, I'm going to play the audio because I don't think too I'm many... surprised you didn't say next hour. She'll be coming up at 730. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tracked her down. <laughs> it was just weird. I mean, I hear I'm trying to eat lunch at Freddy's. And you know what? Once again, I don't, you hear these stories about, 
about people in restaurants being, you know, I mean, like celebrities going to restaurants and everybody, hey, hey, Tom Brady, oh, can I, can you autograph my, my, I, I got my jock strap out in the car. Can you, Ew, auto, can you autograph it, it for me? My lucky jock strap. Right. I've never washed it. Right. I, I, I wear it every time I play, I play flag football. And man, the guys would love to see my autograph job. Can I go get it? You know, you know, I mean, but it's so, I, and I could care less. I mean, I've had people come up to me at lunch, people that I know, you know, I mean, you know, it doesn't bother me, but, but yet this was interesting because of the fact that she's trying. Have you had anybody ask for your autograph? Yeah. Unfortunately I have. Isn't that weird? Why do you say unfortunately? I'm nobody. I'm just some jerk who's, you know, talks to, talks on the radio and flaps my jaws and says weird stuff and has women come up and, and at Freddy's and try to, you know, read Bible. But I'm just. I'm not. I'm not a big deal. You think I'm like J.C. Corcoran or something like that? No way. Who's J.C. Corcoran? J.C. Corcoran? You don't know who J.C. Corcoran is? <laughs> oh, okay. You're gonna play games with me. Okay. Hey, Shelly. What? That was pretty good. I like that. Thank you. That was. You know. You know what that deserves? What? A. Woohoo! That's what it deserves. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> okay. Like funny, haha. Yeah, I'm funny looking. It's time to take a break. Six twenty nine. Take a break. The guy all the girls go for, John Mayer. Do you think he's a good-looking guy? I don't think he's completely unfortunate-looking. Eh, I mean, if if he called you up and say, "Hey, Shelley, John Mayer, why don't you come to my place this weekend for some love on the weekend?" What would you say? What about my bubbly toes? <laughs> That's not him. Bubbly toes. Are you sure? <laughs> it's not him. You talking about bubble toes? Yeah. That's not that's not him. <laughs> I always thought it was him. Bubble toes at somebody else. Well, in my mind, it's John Mayer. No, it's not John Mayer. In my mind it is. Bubble toes is some here, hold on, let me now you got me going in this. Let me find out who bubble toes are. <laughs> then we'll talk about something that, that Mike Otten just sent I, me. Which I do have to talk about my little smart car experience. Okay, hold on a minute. Beep, beep, beep. Bubble toes. It's, oh, you know what? I just remember the guy's name. The guy's name is Michael Franks. Yes. Um, there, oh, there's Bumbly. There's Bubble Toes. Jack Jackson, Bubble Toes featuring LeBeau. No. Bubble Toes by Jack Jackson. Cute nickname Johnson's for his wife. Bubble Toes. I think Michael Franks. I thought that was the name. Bubble Toes, Jack Johnson. Bubble Toes, Chords, Bubble Toes, Song and Lyrics by Jack Johnson. No, I thought it was Michael Franks. And what did Michael Franks did? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is going to drive me nuts now. People go, who's Michael Franks? He's like a jazz kind of guy. Um, when there were jazz stations here in St. Louis. Jack Johnson. I know, I just said that. but but. Oh, is that um, where I heard it? Yeah, Michael Franks is American singer-songwriter considered... Uh, Wikipedia, Michael Franks, the lady wants to know, Antonio's want to give my love to you when the cookie jar is empty. Anyway, I can't find that. As Michael Frank, Michael Frank's musician, uh, American singer, songwriter, considered a leader of the Quiet Storm movement. The Quiet Storm movement. He's 78 now. Lives in La Jolla. Must have done well for himself. You don't live in La Jolla unless you got money. You know where What's La Jolla? La Jolla? La Jolla is a beautiful little area north of San Diego, north of San Diego, the city of San Diego. It's in northern, the, what they call, you know, it's interesting. You say North County in St. Louis, people go, oh, my God, North County, it's terrible up there. North County in, in San Diego is like where all the rich people live. Like here in St. Louis, West County is where all the rich people live. In San Diego, all the, all the rich people live in North County. Um, 
Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> Mike Otten sends me this, and what's interesting is I saw this. This this was something before to give you an idea where our tax dollars go. Okay, ready for this? Uh huh. Acoustic Kitty. Does that sound like some rock group or something like that, or like some you know country song or something? Hey, I want you know, here's my Acoustic Kitty. Nope. Okay, Acoustic Kitty is a Central Intel- Intelligence Agency project, CIA, uh, launched by the Division of Science and Technology in the 70s. It's actually 50s, 60s. And to use cats to spy on the Kremlin and Soviet embassies. Are you ready for this? You think I'm making this up. I'm not. No, I, d- I actually don't, because <laughs> I think I've heard this before. In an hour-long procedure, a veterinarian surgeon implanted a microphone in the cat's ear canal a small radio transmitter at the base of its skull, and a thin wire into its fur to act as an antenna. This would allow the cat to innocuously record and transmit sound from its surroundings. Due to problems with distraction, cats, really? The cat's sense of hunger had to be addressed in another operation. Victor Marchetti, a former CIA officer, said the the Acoustic Kitty project cost the federal government, the United States federal government, $20 million. Okay, Acoustic Kitty, 20. twenty. Okay, now get this. The first Acoustic Kitty mission was to eavesdrop on two men in a park outside the Soviet embassy in Washington, D.C. The cat was released nearby, but was hit and killed by a taxi almost immediately. Oh, my. <laughs> well, there goes a million dollars. However, this... <laughs> and <they're laughs> So, basically, all you hear is... <laughs> well, you, you hear... You hear, like... You hear... No, Here's here's no, screech, yeah, right. yeah, here's, yeah, here's what that's what you hear. You hear that's the, what you hear. You hear the door and open. Then you hear boom. Right. You hear ba-boom. the door. You hear the door ba-boom. open. You hear the door of the car open. They open the door. Then you hear the cat. You here's, know, take some steps and then plunk. <laughs> that's the end of the recording. <laughs> Hit by a car. Okay, that that's didn't work funny. out. I'm sorry. We're not laughing at. The- fact that the children right. the cat got hit by the car. The project was canceled in 1967. A closing memorandum said that the CIA researchers believed that they could train cats to move short distances, but, quote, the environmental and security factors in using these techniques in a real foreign situation focus on us to conclude that our uh, intelligent purposes would not be practical. Practical. Okay, guess what? what? Have, you, have you had cats before? Uh-huh. Okay. What they always talk about you know, one of the one of the sayings is like it's like trying to herd cats. Okay, cats just have this bounce off the wall mentality, right? You know what I mean? One minute they're sitting and looks like they're asleep. The next minute they're moving at like five thousand miles an hour across a room. You know what I mean? Yes. Or, 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 or you know, one minute they're 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 you know like eating, and the next minute they're chasing stuff. Are they you know they're chasing their tail? Or are they licking themselves or whatever? I mean, you know, it's like it's been ten minutes. I'm sure that everything that you were looking for and trying to get at is gone. Right. And for the most part, you can train dogs. Like you probably train your dog to a certain extent, right? I mean, like you can say, don't you do things like, hey, come, and do they come over to you? Stuff like that? Um, no, my big dog just wants to eat my face. No, but, but I mean, you know, most dogs, if like, like for example, when you come home, aren't they happy to see you? Don't they bounce around? You get you a know? rock star greeting. Right. Yeah, but as opposed yeah. to cats, which when you come home, they disappear. You know what I mean? They don't. Actually, Tiffany has a cat that thinks he's a dog. How's that? 
Because when he was born, he was just this little bitty cat found out in a field. Yeah. He turned out to be a mancoon. Yeah. But um, or a ragdoll. One a of the main. Two. A main. But anyway, he's got this personality. Yeah. He plays hide and seek. Well, a lot of cats do that. A lot of cats have personality, but it's just sort of on their terms. In other Most words, just, cats don't have personality. Yeah, they Most do. Most cats don't even like you. Well, but that's the what I say. It's on their terms. You know, another. You know, like dog. You know, hey, come here, boy, come here. Who? You know, that comes and wags his tail or stuff like that. Cats don't do that. You know. No. <laughs> well, he, this Jazzy does. I mean, he he literally put himself over the food bowl of the dog's bowl yeah, and sat there and plumped himself up so he would be a contender with these dogs. What do you mean? He, 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 he cut off their food supply? He, he, would... he sat there and ate his food, their food supply. So he would eat the, the dog's food? Hours. Hours? He'd do it for hours? Yes. Well, no wonder. He'd just sit there and put his tummy over no wonder the bowl he... and go, Flump, and just sit there and eat. How eat, do you, eat, how eat, do you... eat, 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 eat. Hold on. Say that again. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. And and what was the sound he made when he when he got went on onto the dog bowl? Give me that sound again. What was that sound? Not gonna happen. <laughs> Come on, give me no. that. Give me that sound again. I want that sound. No. <laughs> okay. So the government. But I do want to say about the smart cars. Yeah. <laughs> We're going back to smart cars. We're road. all over the place. Okay, go ahead. And literally, there was like this train, this this train of people. Yeah. Of these cars behind this one car, and it was actually a. Uh, it wasn't a smart car. It was a. Tesla. Anyway, they had all their windows down. They were driving at like forty miles an hour. That's not funny, but it is kind of funny because um, they were they they clearly couldn't have the air conditioner on. If they ran the heat, that wouldn't work. That's why they had all their windows down, probably because it was like getting foggy, and and they just sat there and they putted along because they didn't want to. I'm sure they were running out of battery. And then no, they got off on, on Kisker Road. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> a Tesla was driving down the road. Yeah. So And you, he was driving they were driving like forty on the highway. Yeah. And with all their windows down. Oh, that was me with my Tesla, remember? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Your Tesla. But anyway, it was just funny to me that that's why that that would be my biggest thing on why I wouldn't own an electric car. Well, some of the cars, like I don't know, I, you know, I I speak from having people that I know that own electric cars, some Tesla, some other, some other ones. S- they give you warning and they put it, and once you get really low in the battery pack, it goes into limp mode, which is un- which is interesting because that's the way a lot of cars are. Do you know that nowadays? That no, are the newer cars have have what they call limp mode. That if there's something wrong with the car, it'll put it in limp mode, and you can do like maybe thirty miles an hour. In other words, it gives you. Um, enough capacity not capacity but ability to drive to a gas station maybe that's the mode they were in because i found it comical well you don't know they may have been like driving very cautiously how do we get talking about smart cars it was 40 miles an hour on the highway yeah so my dad used to do it all the time i told you the story that's because that was a minimum minimum requirement right he wouldn't go past whatever it was in missouri was i think it was missouri's 40 illinois 45 when I used to go to an Eleanor, we used to play golf on Sundays. We used to go play golf, and we'd be driving along at 40 miles an hour. And we'd hit the, the, and even to the point where we hit the Illinois state line, you know, on the Chain Rocks Bridge in 270. We'd go over to Edwardsville, play golf, 
and my dad would speed up to 45, and he'd drive 45. So on the way back, when we come from Illinois, where the minimum was 45, as soon as we hit the Missouri state line, he would drop down to 40. That was my dad. And I, it just drove me nuts. And so you say I do that. I do not do that. Matter of fact, not yesterday. I say you do what? I drive like that. You do? I do not. Matter of fact, matter Apple fact, tree, buddy. Can I tell you something? Yesterday, sure. I thought I got a speeding ticket on 44. In, in, no, no, seriously. Now that's funny. In Eureka. Because I because if you're coming you along... Went to no, if you're coming... The, the speed limit changes from... If you're going west and 44, once you get out to like west of 141, it goes from 60 to 65. And then when you get out to the like the Franklin County line, it goes to 70. And you yep. can drive 70 miles an hour through Pacific and through, you know, Villa Ridge and, and Union and places like that. So I'm yep. coming back on 44 and coming east on 44. I was out in Washmo and I'm driving along. And once again, the speed limit was 70. I have my cruise control set at 75. And, you know, and I forgot about that because normally, oh, I'm in Eureka. I got to slow down a little bit. And when I came through Eureka, right there in front of the old Ford dealership, Long Ford, remember where that was. Now it's a, an RV place. Uh, yeah. The guy, the, the Eureka cop sitting there, I go, oh man, I just got nailed because I'm doing 75 and a 65. And he did. Of I, course you were. I was. Oh, please. I was. You don't believe I do 75? No. <sighs> okay. Whatever, Shelly. Whatever, Shelly. Did, did That's I, what I drive. Did I ever tell you the time about when I went to see my son in Florida and I came back home on Christmas morning? I left Pensacola, Florida at like five o'clock in the morning. So that would have put me like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning in in Mississippi, coming north on 45, uh-huh. U.S. 45, and a guy passed me probably doing about 120 miles an hour, and I think to myself, you know what, I'll just fall in right, right by him because of the fact that, that you know, who's you know who's going to give you a ticket on Christmas morning? So for like 30 Anybody. miles, I was, doing, I was doing 120 miles an hour behind this guy in a Mustang. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? 120. A Christmas morning. I've never even driven 120. The cop's going to pull you over. He's going to say, uh, "Buddy, uh, you know he's, you know he's." And this is Mississippi. He's going to be like, "Hey, son, you know what the speed limit is here?" I say, "I say, boy." Yeah, I, I think it's 65. Well, you know what, son? I think you were doing double the speed limit. And you know what? We've got a double wide bed in one of our local jails that you're going to sleep on tonight. Well, sir, it's 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 Christmas. I don't care. Jump in the back of the car. Put these bracelets on. Let's go. Because in, in a lot of states, I think it, I don't know if it is in Missouri, a lot of states, if you go like X amount of miles over the speed limit, it's a non-driver's license bondable offense. You know what I mean? Yes. And you literally go to jail and they have to, somebody has to come bail you out. So, but who's going to do that to me at Christmas morning, right? Nobody, right? I'd bail you out. <laughs> in Mississippi? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's 648. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Um, boy, they're still having all sorts of problems down in Texas. Boy, the, 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 the ice storm down there has really screwed things up, especially, especially for uh, air travel because, you know, there's a lot of connecting flights through Dallas. Uh, and yeah, if, if you're going to hell um, on Southwest, you're going through Dallas. Well, that's you know, Love Field. They have the two different airports. Yeah, there. I know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I think. Here, let me look at. Let me see what the temperature is in Dallas right now. Here we go again. Let's take a look at our temperature. You know, how much you want to bet it's colder it's... in St. Louis than it is in 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 Anchorage, Alaska? Again, that's always my interesting comparison. It's like it's how can twenty-four that be? degrees in where in St. Louis? Yeah. Okay, let's take a look here. Uh, St. Louis. Mine says twenty-three. I don't know where you get yours. 
And in Anchorage, Alaska, it's 25. <laughs> it's warmer in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, my. Yeah, it, now, let, let's look at, at Kansas City. Kansas City is – hold on, where's Kansas City at? I thought I had it here. 22. It's always colder in Kansas City. See, that's the weird weather, you know? Same and latitude. it never rains in Southern California. Yeah, well, man, don't say that. It's it rained quite a bit there. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First off, uh, that, the situation still in Dallas, this is year number two. They had the, Remember they had the huge ice storm last year that knocked out the power? This yes, year, I remember that. Apparently they did a lot of uh, weatherproofing for the power plants and things like that, and they haven't had a power problem. But there are people that literally in the Dallas, some of the Dallas suburbs who have not been able to get out of their house for like two days now they, they, because you can't drive. It's, it really, truly is an ice storm. And uh, to the point where I believe Austin has had some impact, not as much as Dallas. Dallas is further north than Austin. But still, I mean, they're not used to that kind of stuff. They don't have snow plows. They don't have salt trucks. They don't have any of that kind of stuff. So when it, you know, when you get ice down there, it's like crazy time. So, um, and you know, well, then they have the problem with the planes. I don't even know if like the Dallas airport has de-icing trucks. You know what I'm talking about. You you work for the FAA. If you know what we're talking about. They have to have de-icing trucks. I don't think they do. I don't think. Just because it's not, you know, there, that doesn't mean that they haven't been flying from somewhere that had caused them to have ice on the wings. Okay. I remember this story because a friend of mine worked out at the airport at the time, and he told the story. I don't know if, I can't remember if it was in the old days of TWA or if it was, if they'd been bought up by American. There was a plane that was flying into St. Louis and for whatever reason could not land at Lambert. I can't remember the reason what it was. Couldn't land at Lambert. The, the, the airfield was shut down. It was low on fuel. So they diverted it to the to the um, the airport in Godfrey. You know what I'm talking about? It's, I've flown to the airport before. It's actually a very nice little airport. And it's got is a fair, that Mid-America? No, no, no. This is Godfrey. This is this is God, you know, Godfrey, you know, Illinois. Uh, yeah, north of north of Alton. And yes. they've got a pretty nice airport up there. Pretty long runway too. And oh, okay. Anyway, they flew one. It was like a DC-9 or something like that, an MD-90 or MD-80, whatever it was. They flew it into the Godfrey Airport, and they tried to fly it back into St. Louis. And the problem was it started to rain, and it turned to ice, and they didn't have a de-icing truck up at the Godfrey Airport because they never needed a de-icing truck because when it, it's icy, people don't fly at the Godfrey Airport. So there was this controversy that the de-icing truck was at Lambert, but it wasn't licensed as an over-the-road truck because, you know, it never goes out in the roads. You know, there's a lot of vehicles at the airport that don't have license plates on it because they never leave the license plate. Matter of fact, chances are your Bronco that you had far, that you drove around in at the airport probably didn't have regular plates on it, did it? Do you remember? Did it have license no, plates No, it on had it? federal plates. But it had federal plates? Yes. Well, so they had this big controversy, and not only that, they had a controversy that they called, I remember this bizarre story, they called Missouri Highway Patrol, and Missouri Highway, Highway Patrol says, yeah, we don't care, this is an emergency situation, you can drive without plates. But the Illinois State Police said, nope, sorry, we can't give you a special dispensation for that. You can't drive that truck, which is not registered vehicle, on the, on the highways in Illinois. And I can't remember whatever happened. I think they went to Walgreens and bought a bunch of alcohol and the passengers just got up on the wings and just you know just poured the alcohol on the on the wings or something like that can't remember that must have been what happened but i don't think they have de-icing trucks down in because i remember i heard somewhere that if they talked close to missouri no have but they don't trucks. have they don't have ice in, in up until last year when they had this tremendous ice storm i don't think they've had an ice storm in dallas like in ever ever ever
hold on. I, let me see. Hold on. I bet you if I just type in, you know, the internet's do they do do hold it. The smartest woman in the world just sent me something. She probably knows. She knows everything. She says not true. What's not true? I don't know what that means. Not true. Um, do they have de-icing? If I can type de-i-c-i-n-g trucks at DFW. See what it says. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> why is that? Oh, I know why. <laughs> I'm going to be made fun of. Um, airlines and service fiber have on designated area at least the amount of... Oh, no, this is interesting. This is from... Effective date, November 15th, 2021, Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Aircraft de-ice operations plan. Apparently they do. Here's the plan. Hmm. Imagine that. Oh, you know what? It's a guy with a Q-tip with alcohol in the end. That's what it is. No, it's not. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You don't believe me? He's, no, I don't. He's got a little bottle of isopropyl alcohol, and he <laughs> gets up on the wings of the plane. And he's got a little bit of, <laughs> bit of fireball, the real good stuff. Right. <laughs> By the way, I had that last night. Fireball? 23 days per winter are under freezing in Dallas. Well, they don't usually have the freezing rain. That's what's caused all the problems. See, you know, here's the interesting problem. You know, and you know the problem they had, like, all the planes are stuck at DFW because of the ice storm and stuff like that. They couldn't land in the runways or anything like that. And you know what? They contacted Pete Buttigieg, Edge, who's the Department of Transportation chief, and he wasn't available. He's on vacation again. So that guy, man, he's got. They the... do take a lot of vacates. <laughs> he's got. He took. <laughs> this is the interesting thing. Well, it's either they've got use or lose because they probably have the same retirement system that the rest of the government does. Well, remember the controversy was he took what three months off for for pregnancy. Yeah. Well, Boeing gets uh, what thirteen weeks. <sighs> we got to talk about that. Remind me of that. Uh, the Boeing thing, 747. Sad day the other day. Okay, we have to take a break at 6.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon. 